your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Caniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And once again, this episode is brought to you by our Locked On NHL show. You need more hockey news, and Locked On NHL is here to fill that gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the leagues. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today, wherever you get your podcast. And as always, you can find Locked On Hurricanes on all streaming platforms, which I'm assuming is how you found it today. <laughs> and of course, we are also on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast. And you can find myself on Twitter and Spotify Green Room at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, uh, I will be giving my official Stanley Cup predictions as tonight is game one between the Montreal Canadiens and Tampa Bay Lightning. So, you know, we got to talk about that. There's been some news in the world of North Carolina hockey. We will be talking about that. And, of course, we will start handing out off or season report cards for the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, so, diving on into the Stanley Cup. That is the big thing everyone is talking about right now. Obviously, it's the Stanley freaking Cup. Um, and this year, it's between the Montreal Canadiens and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay Lightning are obviously looking to repeat as they beat the Dallas Stars last year up in the bubble. Um, and, yeah, they've made it back this year. Uh, and then the Montreal Canadiens has taken the hockey world by storm and very much by surprise as they are now competing in their first Stanley Cup since 1993. This is the first time they've even played in a Stanley Cup since then, obviously, and that was the last time they won a Stanley Cup. It was 28 years ago. I'm sure you guys saw on my Twitter the last time the uh, Canadians won the Stanley Cup. I was minus three years old. Uh, we're still three years out from me being born. Uh, my older sister was just a few months old whenever they won the Stanley Cup. And my dad had been graduated from college uh, a little over a year at that point. Um, so, you know, it, it's crazy to think about just how much things have changed. Uh, shoot, just teams that are here now that weren't even in the league uh, whenever um, the... Canadians last won the Stanley Cup. Uh, you know, the Hurricanes weren't a thing yet. The Golden Knights weren't a thing. Um, I don't even think the Coyotes were a thing yet. Like, uh, there's so many teams that just weren't around. I'm not even sure if the Sharks were around. Uh, I don't think the Lightning were. The Panthers may or may not have been. If they were around, they had just gotten. The Thrashers weren't here, um, and now they're gone again. Uh, but just the hockey world has changed so much since the Canadians last even played in the Stanley Cup. So it's crazy to think about. Um, and, you know, I'm going on about the Canadians. So I'm sure you can think where my pick is going to go, obviously. Uh, but, you know, a big thing, you know, for Hurricanes fans this year uh, with this Stanley Cup is our former captain, Eric Stahl, is playing in his 18th NHL season. He's finally back in the Stanley Cup final. Um, to 
a lot of Hurricanes fans, myself included, were pulling for Montreal here because there's no telling how much longer Eric has uh, left in his career. Um, again, yeah, he's been playing for 18 seasons. He drafted in 2003, number two overall, right behind uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, who was taken number one. So you just kind of don't know. He's also a UFA this offseason. So, I mean, yeah, he may end up deciding to retire this offseason or he he may go somewhere else. I don't know. That's obviously something we'll find out in time. But at the end of the day, you guys are here to find out my Stanley Cup final prediction. And my prediction is I am taking the Montreal Canadiens to win the Stanley Cup, obviously. No surprise there. I've been talking about them for the past few minutes. Um, but the game total is kind of where I'm a little stuck. Uh, I know on Twitter yesterday I said in six. Uh, but I could also see this going seven games. I really could. Um, because the Tampa Bay Lightning, you know, all salary cap stuff aside and whatnot, they are a really damn good team. They are. Um, I don't think anyone's going to deny that. Um, they're extremely talented. You got guys on that team yet that could really change the tide of this series. Um, and one thing, uh, former guest of this show and head coach of the NC State Ice Pack, um, coach Tim Healy, uh, responded to my prediction. He's taking the lightning, but he did bring up a, a good point where uh, this is the first time this playoffs that Carey Price has gone up against a goaltender of on the same level or higher level than Price himself. And that is a good point. I think goaltending will be a big factor in this series. Um, I think um, when it comes to the skaters down the ice, I think the Canadians can hold their own. Um, I think they'll be able to shut down, uh, you know, Tampa's guys, you know, as they have done to some top stars already this playoff. Um, if they could do it to Toronto and Vegas, I'm pretty sure they can do it to Tampa. Um, so that's not what I'm worried about. Again, I really think, you know, it'll come down to goaltending, but Carey Price is hot. Um, he's never made it this far and man, he, he wants it. He really, really does. And so does all the guys out in front of him. Um, I think Montreal's just hungrier than Tampa, um, and they're they're wanting it, uh, and they're just riding that wave of momentum that they have right now. Um, you know, similar to the Hurricanes uh, a few years ago uh, when they you know went to the Eastern Conference Final, they got hot at the right time, and the Canadians have gotten hot at the right time, and they're just riding that wave of of momentum. I think it could really carry him to lifting a Stanley Cup. Um, obviously, we'll see tonight. Uh, I really do hope that that uh, potential jersey that's uh, been floating around Twitter with the Stanley Cup patch in French, I really hope that's the case um, because that is freaking awesome. Uh, but Con Smythe wise, um, I know uh, Carey Price is the favorite right now uh, for the Canadians. Um, and I definitely agree with that. I think it would honestly be, be between him and Cole Caulfield uh, to win the Conn Smythe. Uh, but you know, definitely um, I'd probably give it to Carey Price should the Canadians you know, go and do the whole thing. Uh, but 
in the event you know the lightning uh do end up repeating um you know we'll see how this uh playoff goes or this series excuse me but uh honestly i'm thinking you know just what i'm thinking you know this playoff uh for the lightning uh, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, their MVP is Braden Point. You know, for me personally, I think, you know, he's had an insane playoff. And, of course, you, know, you have Vasilevsky, um, Kucherov, and guys like that up there too. But I think Braden Point has just been fantastic for uh, the Lightning this offseason. But at the end of the day, I'm taking the Habs. Um, again, I'm kind of torn on the game total. I would say I'm going to stick with six games. I am, but I could definitely definitely seeing this go seven i really could um and carry price uh for con Smythe. that is my official prediction uh for the 2021 stanley cup final montreal canadians in six or seven games well six games uh and carry price wins the con Smythe. um so definitely tweet at the show um, and definitely tweet at the Locked On Canadian show and definitely the Locked On Lightning show too uh, that you think the Montreal Canadiens are going to win the Stanley Cup this year and end their drought and Eric Stahl will potentially get to go out a champion. Um, but again, now there was some news that broke earlier today regarding uh, the Charlotte Checkers in the AHL. Um, and we will be talking about that in just a moment right after this break. Now, you longtime listeners, you guys know all about the greatness of Built Bar. But for some of you folks that may have came by during the playoffs and have stuck around, one, thank you. Uh, but two, uh, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And they have nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor. And those nine original flavors are coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, and my personal all-time favorite, peanut butter brownie. So there's something for everyone. And if you've only maybe tried one or two of those flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. So you can maybe find your new favorite. And best of all, Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew. They're also great for the health-conscious individual as they are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. So right now, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. When you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, folks, we are back uh, to discuss um, some AHL news. Um, It's been a minute since we've talked about the AHL here on this show. Um, Chicago Wolves really haven't, you know, done much, uh, this off season. Uh, so, you know, we haven't really had to talk about them, but our former, uh, AHL affiliate and, you know, still a hometown North Carolina team. So we are going to talk about them, uh, is that of the Charlotte checkers as they announced today that they are entering another, uh, NHL affiliation with the new Seattle Kraken. Um, I think that's pretty interesting. Um, you know, especially on the Kraken side of things, because this is a team on the complete other side of the country. Um, so as far as when prospects get called up um, and whatnot, that'll be interesting, you know, as far as travel wise. Um, but I do understand, you know, the Kraken are a very new team uh, and they kind of got to take what they can get right now, plain and simple. Um, 
I think we could see something change maybe in a few years, uh, maybe like two, three years from now. Uh, the Kraken may end up getting an affiliate closer to home. Uh, so that would definitely be interesting. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people have been saying on uh, social media today that the Kraken are just turning into the Carolina Hurricanes on the West Coast. I mean, they have John Forsland. Um, they also have jt brown as well both of those guys on commentary and then you have the hurricanes former general manager ron francis um and now you're having our former ahl affiliate uh so it's definitely you can definitely tell the uh general manager definitely used to be a hurricane uh with all the former hurricanes things and people he's bringing in and it'll obviously be interesting to see um, come expansion draft uh, to see what Francis uh, decides to do along with his new head coach. Um, so it, it'll be interesting. Um, uh, again, you know, I've made you know some predictions saying that you know, I could see Jake Bean going, um, which I still stand by that decision for sure. Um, I've said you know even uh, when he was here, uh, but now, especially down now that he's down at Anaheim, depending on what they do there, um, when it comes to protection of Hayden Flurry, going up to Seattle as well. Um, obviously, if Anaheim protects him, eh, he ain't really gonna do much there, are you, Ron? Uh, but if they don't, I could definitely see him uh, picking Flurry up from Anaheim in the draft. And then, of course, there's a bunch of other trades um, and signings that they could make as well. So we'll just have to wait and see when it comes. Uh, to what Seattle's going to do, but obviously, um, you know the crack or the checkers are now affiliates for both the Kraken and the Florida Panthers. Um, the Florida Panthers, uh, obviously, you know, had some really good success uh, with bringing prospects um, down uh, to South Florida um, from up in Charlotte this year. So. It'll be cool to see how that goes. And then I'm obviously assuming, yeah, this means the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, uh, former Hurricanes ECHL affiliate, are now the ECHL affiliate for the Seattle Kraken. Nothing official has been said for that. Um, do want to make that very clear. But when the Panthers and Checkers entered that, their agreement that kind of brought in the Swamp Rabbits as well as they are the ECHL affiliate for the checkers so I imagine it'll kind of carry the same same deal there with Seattle um so good on Charlotte you know getting yet another um NHL affiliate um so yay you know, best of luck to Seattle um with you know bringing prospects in um in Charlotte it's obviously a really good uh hockey town up there great great fans um, so obviously if you are a Kraken fan, you know, go check out your AHL team. They're pretty darn cool. They have a great mascot. They are three time quotation marks, uh, uh, Calder cup champions. Uh, yeah, just, you know, laughing there while I'm talking about that. Uh, thinking about that, um, uh, you know, the shirt that they put out, uh, like a month or so ago. Um, because obviously the Calder Cup, you know, hasn't really been defended. So they, they still have it. Um, they never lost it. Um, so, you know, there's that. But again, you know, best of luck to Seattle and Charlotte in their new AHL 
NHL affiliation. And now um, it's time to start handing out end of season report cards for the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, and we'll be doing uh, that just after this quick break. There is only one place we here at the Locked On Podcast Network trust to do our online sports betting, and that is, of course, with BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing right now, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget to get all these latest sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you with latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Now it's time to start handing out our report cards. Uh, yay, yay, I know people love getting report cards. I always hated it in the school, even though I did make decent grades. It still sucks. Uh, but you know, if you did good, you're going to get a good grade. Um, and there were definitely some players on the Hurricanes that got good grades. Uh, but as a whole, before we dive into some specific players, I do want to talk about the team as a whole. Because the team this year, um, at the end of the season, I'm sure you guys know, but I do want to remind you, the Hurricanes finished in third place in the league, first place in the Central, with a 36-12-8 record and 80 total points. Um, They ended up obviously winning their first division title in 15 years. Um, They had a top-ranked power play and penalty kill, um, and... Rod Brindamore ended up taking home the Jack Adams Award for Head Coach of the Year. Jacob Slavin took home the Lady Bing Award for um, Best Sportsmanship um, with Elite Play. And Alex Ndokovic is currently nominated for the Calder Trophy. We're currently waiting to hear about the winner on that. We'll hear that tomorrow on Tuesday. Um, So there was some great success uh, from the Hurricanes players this year. Um, but there are also, you know, some down moments as, you know, uh, when Jacob Slavin was out, Dougie Hamilton didn't look too good. Um, Hayden Fleury, when he was here, he was a bit of a non-factor. Jake Bean was kind of hit and miss. Jake Gardner, eh. Um, and then just other top guys not necessarily stepping up to the plate and the Hurricanes having to rely more on their depth um then their top guys um their top guys weren't um getting the job done which i get obviously happens um in every sport not just hockey um and that's why you want a deep team but it really seemed to kind of plague the hurricane some this season especially when we got into the playoffs for sure um and you can't help uh but look at the playoffs as well you know, when talking about the full season. 
Um, so as a whole for the team, I'm going to give the team an A. Um, the team as a whole definitely gets an A on the season, not an A plus. I think uh, what would have gotten them an A plus is two things. Obviously, one Stanley Cup, of course. Uh, but number two is the more technical term, or not technical, but more realistic answer, and that would be honestly just the top guys, you know, really just doing more. Um, it's great to have the depth guys be able to step up, and that's fantastic. No one's going to complain about that, but when your top guys are kind of non-existent, that's going to be a problem, especially when you're trying to contend with a champion for a championship against teams like Tampa Bay, um, whose top guys always step up plus their depth guys. Um, so those are my two main criticisms with the team as a whole. Obviously, one's a bit, eh, you know, one was you know more realistic there. Um, so yeah, you know, but as a whole, I think the season was great for the Hurricanes. They enjoyed tremendous success, and really, you have guys on that team again like Brendan Moore, Slavin, and Ned, really just getting recognition, um, and that's great. Um, it's obviously going to be an interesting offseason um, to see how the Hurricanes can build on the success of this season. Um, obviously, we've you know, given contract predictions, and as time goes on, uh, we'll look more at the free agent market and guys that may potentially be on the trade block as well with other teams that the Hurricanes could look in, into bringing into the fold um, as they make for another run to the Stanley Cup. But there's one player... Yeah, we talked about the team, and I want to do one player today as well. Um, and what better way to do it than with Alex Nedeljkovic? Um, I definitely you know, say with Ned, obviously, he had a phenomenal season. Nobody expected him to be as good as he was. And... You know, it was absolutely amazing to see him go on the run that he has and to get nominated for a Calder, rightfully so. Again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. He leads the league in goals against average and save percentage for goalies that played over 20 games. And again, that's the league, not rookies like Robertson and Kaprizov in their leading category. They lead rookies. Ned leads Everyone, everyone, even your Vesna nominees, Mark andre Fleury, Philip Grubauer, Andre Vasilevsky, he le- he's ahead of those guys. And I think that is fantastic. And he's obviously you know, my pick for the Calder because, like I said, he leads everyone, not just the rookies. Not taking away from what Kaprizov and Robertson did. Kaprizov was phenomenal this season, even if he doesn't. You know, come back to the NHL. Obviously, you can tune into Locked On Wild for you know more coverage on that stuff. But I think you know you people are just not giving the Ned giving Ned the credit he deserves. Again, you know he didn't play as many games um, as Kaprizov and Robertson, but he's also a goalie. Goalies aren't going to play as many games as forwards and defensemen. And when you're in a team that's running a three-goalie system for a good part of the season, um, yeah, you're not going to be in as many games. Um, but, you know, he played in enough games to retain his RFA status. 
for this offseason and for enough to get a Calder Trophy nomination. Um, and it's, oh, God, Ned was so good this season. He's obviously getting an A+. Plus. Um, but there are obviously the two criticisms that you guys know about. Um, if you listen to the episode with Zach from the Ice Pack, we obviously talked about this. You can listen to the Alex Ndelkovich special I did with Sarah Avampato from Locked on Kings and Locked on NHL and Kane, SB Nation's Kane Country, um, where we talked about this as well, uh, where like my two criticisms with Ned are his rebound uh, can get a little messy sometimes. He has a little bit of issue there. And then if you're going to score on him, score on him early. Uh, because, you know, within like the first three to five minutes in a period, that's usually when you're going to score on. But whenever you, those are your criticisms, you're having to nitpick stuff like that for a rookie. I think, yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be a force heading forward. I think he had a phenomenal rookie season and obviously a Stanley Cup would have been nice uh, for him. Of course, you know, like I mentioned with the team, but you know, Ned as an individual, phenomenal, a plus season, not a doubt in my mind with that. I cannot wait to see what the future holds for Ned. I can't wait to wear my new Ned jerseys to games. Obviously, I'm wearing it tomorrow with uh, the Calder Trophy nominations coming out. Uh, so make sure you wear your Ned jerseys tomorrow as well. Send pictures to the show at lo underscore. Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Locked on Hurricanes on Facebook, um, and then of course you can also uh, tweet them at my personal Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore ninety six. I now have that nice little blue check mark beside my name, so that's cool. I'm a verified idiot. <laughs> uh, but that does it for this episode, folks. Again, go follow the show on all of those social media platforms. In tomorrow's episode, you can look forward to a recap from game one. Obviously, we'll talk about that a little bit, um, but we'll be diving more into off-season report cards for the Carolina Hurricanes. And again, talking about any breaking news that comes out with the Hurricanes, uh, because you never know when we're going to get free agent uh, signings, re-signings, or trades. You never know when it's going to happen. It could happen right now. I don't know. My phone isn't going off. But uh, that does it for today's episode. And you guys have a great rest of your day. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace.